0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, the Parramatta Eels went down to the Penrith Panthers last night in the 2022 NRL Grand Final. I just want to touch on quickly, what does this mean for the Parramatta Eels? Now, they obviously are going to lose a number of really classy players. Reid Marnie's going to leave their starting hooker. That one's going to hurt. Also, in my opinion, their best forward's going to leave, Isaiah Papali'i. So that's going to leave two big gaps that they're going to have to fill. They've obviously got guys that can fill those spots, uh, they're obviously losing a few other guys too, like Oregon Kafusi. He's leaving as well. He's going to the Sharky. So that's just another spot on their bench that they have to fill. I think they'll be okay there. Yamakatara and whatnot will come in. Uh, they've obviously signed uh, our mate from New South Wales Cup who got man of the match the other day that we're very, very excited about. We think he will be a great signing um, for the Parramatta Eels. Jermaine Hopgood, he will jump in somewhere. Uh, but there is a few gaps to fill. Josh Hodgson will come to the club. My is still out on that signing, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. I'm happy to watch how that plays out and then make a decision, but I'm a little bit sceptical. Um, and obviously, that comes off the back of Josh Hodgson's injury. Uh, if he didn't have the injury, I'd probably be okay with it, to be honest with you. Uh, I still think it'd be a downgrade on Reed Marnie, uh, but I don't think they'd be paying Josh Hodgson a heap of money, to be honest with you. I think it'd be a pretty fair deal. It just worries me, him coming off that injury, but... There aren't that many premium hookers in the NRL. I'm not sure if I'd say Josh Hodgson is a premium hooker anymore, but if you can get him to his best, he without a doubt is. So we'll back Parramatta in to do that because over the last few years, they have shown us that, you know, guys can bounce around clubs, arrive at Parramatta, and they can improve out of sight. Isaiah Papali, unwanted by the Warriors, comes to the Parramatta Eels, turns into one of the best forwards in the NRL. Sean Lane, uh, unwanted at a number of clubs, Canterbury, uh, Manly, I think. The Warriors, for a brief stint as well, arrives at Parramatta and has developed into a really classic player. So I'm going to back Brad Arthur to do that with a couple of guys to improve them as they go. They do keep the rest of their spine. They will obviously keep uh, Mitch Moses, Dill Brown and Clint Gutherson heading into next year. I think Moses and Guth, uh, Moses and Dill Brown, sorry, they're going to be off contract soon. So there is going to be a fight to keep those guys. I'd like to think that both of them would stay there, especially if they're losing Reed. I think they'd have enough money to cover those guys. It looks like Junior and Regan, they'll be staying there uh, for the foreseeable future. Matto, he's locked in as well. So there is still a team to work with here at the Parramatta Eels. There is no doubt about that. But the question has to be asked, what sort of an impact will that grand final loss have on this squad? Now... I would argue that 2019, uh, sorry, 2009, when they made that grand final, it sort of came out of nowhere. he just all of a sudden hit an incredible 10 weeks. They burst onto the scene and then they fucking battled after that, completely went to shit. Um, 2001, obviously, they built to that grand final, but it was also a bit of a sort of, wow, look at this Parramatta Hills side. They've just all of a sudden had one of the greatest seasons of all time, similar to sort of what happened in 2009. Uh, but what I would argue is with this current squad, this has built up over a few years. So there's been a number of years, but well, you know, there's been a few years where they have really struggled, but there's been other years where they've played finals footy they've got close with. Not this exact sort of group, but your Guthos, your Mitch Moses, all these guys have sort of come through together to some extent. Your Sevos, these sort of guys, they've added bits and pieces as they've gone. Junior, Regan, uh, you know, your Sean Lanes, all these guys. But th- this crop of Parramatta Eels, they have been together for a couple of years, and I actually like, in hindsight, looking back at it, I actually like the transition they've gone through. I thought last year, despite them from memory not actually, I think they won one finals game last year from memory. Maybe they didn't, but I thought it was um, still their best performances come final signs. It was the first time last year during the final series that I sat there and went fuck Parramatta, they actually showed up in finals. They didn't get the results, but I'm very big on performance over scoreboards to be honest with you. Then I thought Parramatta did play pretty well last final series. They didn't play well enough to convince me that I thought this year they'd be able to do what they did. But I did say at the end of last season that this Parramatta side, I'm probably more worried about them now being able to take that next step and win a comp than I ever have been. Still wasn't worried enough for me to change my mind though, yeah, which I was wrong about. This Parramatta Eels team, you know, the game that they won last week was sensational, got to this grand final. I personally don't think there's many teams in this competition. In fact, I'm actually willing to say, I don't think there's any teams in this competition that would have beaten the Penrith Panthers last night. So as much as as it was really disappointing for the Parramatta, Eels, a huge letdown to finish their season. I I don't know how much I hold it against them, to be honest with you. Could they have been better? Yeah, but fuck, I don't know. Even if Parramatta played their best game last night, I'm not sure if they would have beaten this Penrith side because they played 60 minutes of their absolute best football. And when Penrith play their best football... They are the best team in this competition, and there is no way you can possibly change my mind on that. So I do feel a little bit sorry for Parramatta. They've come all this way. They have improved. They've gone year on year. They've got better. Their performances in the finals last year were better than what we've seen before. And then this year, they had a really good final series. Obviously got beat in the first week of the finals by the Penrith Panthers. They had to go around the hard way. They managed to do it. They had to win two games on the trot. That was their problem the entire fucking season. Not only could they not win two games in a row, they pretty much couldn't win two halves in a row. They were all over the place the entire season. They managed to put two really good wins back-to-back in the final series, came to the grand final, and as I said, I just think they played a much better team, and I don't think there's any other team in the competition that would have beaten Penrith last night. So, But it does make you wonder, where does this leave this this Parramatta Eel squad? They're going to have a couple of new troops come in, which will be handy, but the guys they're losing, I don't think they've replaced them with like-for-like guys. I think they've downgraded in a few positions which is how the salary cap works and that's what happens when you recruit guys and you make them better Isaiah Papali you eventually they will get brought by another club they will move on for more money that's how the NRL works that's how the salary cap works and then you have to try and bring in someone else I think Jermaine Hopgood he can fill that role to some extent by using Madison as well but will he get to the same level as Isaiah Papaliti, probably not. He's probably not going to be the best forward in rugby league this time next year. So that's going to be a test. Losing Reed, we've already spoken about that. That's going to be tough. And you do wonder what sort of an impact this grand final will have on them now. 2001, they lost that grand final. Uh, They didn't return back to grand final day for another eight years. They got close on a couple of occasions. 2005, they got done in a prelim. Very, very unlucky there, but still got beaten a prelim, so it sort of is what it is. They also got beat 29-0 in that game. So after 2001, when they had this unbelievable season where they broke all these records, they were arguably the best team to never win a competition, Uh, they didn't see grand final day for another eight years. 2009 rolls around, and granted, they sort of fucking came out of nowhere. If it wasn't for Haynes' incredible run of form, I mean, if Haynes played half as well as he did, they don't make the finals. Uh, If he plays probably 75% of how well he did, they probably don't make the finals. They finished eighth. But they did sort of come from nowhere. Go all the way to that grand final, and we all sat there and went, oh, fuck, You know, can Haynes have that season again? Can they back it up, Parramatta? They weren't able to. 2014, he had another Dalian winning year. I don't think it was as good as 2009, but it was more consistent over the entire season. And Parramatta still didn't make the finals that year. They still sort of battled. And, you know, they came out of the Hayne era. They started this new one built around your Mitch Moses and stuff. They've sort of battled that. They've shot a few good shots over the years in finals and stuff, but never really been able to win that big game. I look back over the last years. I think, you know, probably their most notable finals win until this year was sort of that big win over the Brisbane Broncos, who, you know, they beat them 30. 50 nil, something ridiculous. Um, came out later, the Broncos were playing the pokies the night before or whatever, which I don't really buy into. But then we came to round one the next year and the Broncos pretty much won the spoon. They were going like a fucking busted arsehole. So, Parramatta, I mean, they, have, they haven't just bang exploded into a grand final this year out of absolutely nowhere. Brad Arthur, to his credit, he has built it up over the last few years and he's built the confidence of his halves in particular. And the guys in this squad, I think Reed's been a key guy. He's going to be a massive loss. So it will be interesting to see what the Parramatta Eels do next year. And I think they'll take a lot of confidence from their prelim final win last week, down by eight with 20 minutes to go. I feel like that's sort of a bit of a mental hurdle that probably the Parramatta Eels of the last few years would have sort of tumbled over in. Um, uh, I think that in that grand final, I thought there was a couple of guys still had really good games. I thought Mitch Moses played really well. I thought Gutho was fantastic. I was so happy to see Gutho score at the back end of that game. I thought that um, he put everything he had into that grand final. He was a position. It was in a game that you know whether it was Clint Gutherson or fucking Billy Slater at fullback, Clive Churchill it doesn't fucking matter who it was. Parramatta wouldn't have won that game regardless of who was at fullback. So Gutho just tried his heart out. I thought he was really good under the high ball. I thought his cleaning up was sensational as well. I don't think there's much more that Gutho could have done in that game, to be perfectly honest with you. So it was good to see him cross for a try, and I think that Gutho has gone to that next level as well. I think he's now sort of understanding that on the big stages, he's the guy that has to own it, and I think he's now got that belief in himself to be able to do it. I know that Gutho's thought he was that guy for the last few years, but I don't think he ever had the true belief in himself to actually step up and do it. We've seen it over the last two weeks. I think the two biggest games of their season, prelim final and grand final, I think Gutho's been their best player, and I've been a little bit critical of Gutho in the, in the past year, and I, I won't hide away from that. But I think he has sort of turned a corner the last two weeks, and I think he'll take a lot of confidence out of it. And if the Paramount Eels are to come back to grand final day next year, if they are to be a top four side again next year. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood f. A- those those guys like Gutho, Moses, Dill Brown they're going to have to really step up. Yeah, they're going to have to really take ownership of this team and I'm confident they'll play finals footy. I have no doubt about that. In saying that, they have had these seasons before where they go really well then they completely shit the bed. I just feel like this spine has just taken that next step this year and I think they will be a top eight team. I don't know if they'll be a top four team because that top four is going to be pretty tough to crack into next year. You consider South City and the Roosters, they weren't in the top four this year. You I'd have to think that at least one of those two will push into the top four. Manly will get Turbo back. Uh, the Melbourne Storm didn't make the top four this year. Once they get Pappy and Christian Welsh back, it'll be another. So it's going to be really hard to make that top four if the Sharkies and the Cowboys back it up. I think we can lock the Panthers into that spot now, into the top four somewhere. So it is going to be brutally hard to make the top four. And if the Parramatta Eels do, uh, it'll come down to their experienced halves um, and fullback in Dill Brown, Mitch Moses, Gutho. Dill Brown, he might not be the most experienced guy in the world, but he has had a lot of experiences at his young age, and he does play beyond his age. So it will be interesting to see how Brad Arthur handles next season, because you know, this could all go to shit very, very quickly. I hope it doesn't, and I don't think it will. I think Parramatta's turned a corner. I know a lot of people think I hate Parramatta or whatever. I don't. I just didn't think they could win a comp, and I said it all year. Uh, there was also 14 other teams that I didn't think could win a comp either, but I don't know why that didn't get as much tension as Parramatta. Uh, they didn't manage to win it. They got incredibly close, and I feel incredibly um, sad for them, and I think they were pretty unlucky that they came up against a Panther side that just played that well. It is what it is, but I'm very keen to see what happens with Parramatta next season I hope it doesn't turn into a shit fight I hope that they just keep building because they've been building progressively over the last few years they've done it in a really good manner they've just gone step by step by step. I just hope that as they're getting to the top of the stairs, that the losses of Isaiah Papali, their best forward, and Reid Marnie, their starting nine, and you know one of the key guys in this side. I hope it just doesn't derail them too much. Fingers crossed it won't. A big test for Brad Arthur, but I am keen to hear what you guys think. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know. Where do you think the Parramatta Eels will be next year with Josh Hodgson at nine? Potentially Ryan Madison on an edge, and maybe Jermaine Hopgood at 13, or maybe they move... The other one they're losing is Murata near Corey as well. He's going to be a huge loss. He's a great depth guy to have in your side. So there are going to be a couple of changes to this side. I think Hopgood will come in somewhere. Might be on an edge, maybe at 13. Maybe they play Matt on an edge. I'm not quite sure how they're going to line up. But there will be changes for next year. They will be hungry after a grand final loss. We saw a young Penrith Panthers side go to their first grand final in 2020 and get well and truly done and dusted by the Melbourne Storm. The scoreline might have been a little bit closer than this game, but it was pretty similar. They got blown out of the park in the first 40 minutes. Then they scored a couple of tries late to get it a little bit closer than what it probably should have been. Very similar to this Parramatta Grand Final. So hopefully this Parramatta side can follow in a similar path to what the Penrith Panthers did and build off the back of this Grand Final loss and take the lessons from it and improve off the back of it. As I said, very, very keen to hear what you guys think, especially you Parramatta Eels fans. I met a lot of you uh, out at the live show yesterday, which was fantastic to have a beer with some of you. Let me know, where, where do you think the Parramatta, where do you see the Parramatta Eels finishing next year? Will they be a top four? Also, will there be a top eight side? Do you see them being true to contenders? Do you think that the guys they've lost will bring them back too far? Or does the experience that some of their big-time names have gained this year, will that carry them through despite a few losses next season? Very keen to hear your thoughts. I don't have the answers. I haven't had the answers for Parramatta all fucking year. They're too hard to work out. But are they overachieved in my books? And potentially, they can do it again next year. I, would, I shouldn't say they overachieved, sorry. They achieved to the level they should have been achieving probably for the last year or so, that I just didn't think they were capable of, so I was wrong, it wasn't the Parramatta overachieved, I was wrong about them they achieved to the level that they should have just fell short at the back end of the season but I do feel a little bit sorry for them because I think every other team would have fallen short against the Penrith Panthers last night as well